make sure say something check check my check all right ready ready yes <clears throat> all right <laughs> all right here we are on this uh unplanned episode of the Dynacast featuring Hasbro Postcon I'm here with uh Mr. Rich Rose Hey everyone Yeah we're just here um at our homes, like you're at home and I'm at my home. I was going to say we're just here chilling in our pajamas and that would have sound suspicious. <laughs> yeah, a little sus. <laughs> but you're at your home, I'm at my home, and we just uh, wanted to talk about what happened um, yesterday. So today is October 23rd, 2021, and we're just going to go over the, um, the Power Ranger stuff. I want to talk about Transformers, but you don't do Transformers, right? Mm, I, I dabble. Yeah, yeah. We just we're just gonna focus on the Power Rangers and um, okay. Yeah, so let's start with you know what I was complaining that there wasn't a Dino Fury uh, uh, Lightning Collection figure, and now we got one. Boom! Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> it looks like they used some of the sculpting from the. Um, it almost looks fig- uh, similar to the basic figure. Yeah, uh, it doesn't. Yeah, it, there's something does look a little uh, familiar to, from it uh, on that one for sure. Uh, you talking about the six inch ones? Yeah, the 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 one. Well, the only Donna Fury figures that are right, out. right, right. That that five pack is actually on Amazon. It looks really clean. I kind of like it. So next up, we have uh, Dino Charge Pink. Uh, we got solo a solo cog figure. And I was waiting forever for a Wild Force Ranger, and now we got one. Yeah. They definitely did uh, a pretty large drop yesterday. Yeah, and that, that seems like they were holding back everything from Power Ranger Day. But even so, still, I mean, Hasbro makes toys. So if you do a toy drop, I mean, that's what's expected. <laughs> right, right. So, like, and even... they have a lot of licenses under the, their belt. So, you know, to, to be... Yeah, to be launching all those things for all the different franchises all at once, that's a lot to kind of put together logistically. Yeah. And I, I don't want to go into the production of how it's so internal and corporate. It just feels mm-hmm. so cold <laughs> and it artificial. Does, does. And, you, and you get a little bit of, I think you, the fans can feel that uh, during the PulseCon and these, these live videos that they do. Yeah. They, they just seem a little... I don't know. It's like kind of like their 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 mom and dad is watching, you know, from the sidelines. <laughs> yeah. And, and and I appreciate that the fan, you know, that the the creators of these, you know, the actual worker bees mm-hmm. um, are fans, and that they, you know, really you can tell like they they really have a, a love for it. Mm-hmm. But they 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 just don't have the um, I don't know how to say showmanship. Yeah, they don't have the the production value or the or the, or the people skills to to really to host these things. Yeah, to hype it up because it's just like, oh, yeah. hey, there it is. Here's a new toy, and you know. And and the format they're doing it, I understand. You know, with COVID, uh, or I'm, you know, I understand with you know, the the times that are happening right now, that the way that they they host these shows is you know everyone's kind of in their own place, uh, but when you start doing it live people are talking over each other 
Uh, people are making faces. People are, you can just tell nobody knows what the hell's going on. No one. And then, then you have a delay, you know, especially when they're on camera, uh, during right. the web camera. So there, there's like a delay. So somebody will say something and there'll, there'll be like a two second delay. Right, right. Yeah, it's a little funky. So I know that they've been, they've really been kind of like, you know, it may not seem like they've been working at it, you know, from our point of view, from the fans' point of view, you know, just viewing it. Mm-hmm. But you can tell that they've tried to make things better by having, like, you know, that, that really cool, like, um, geometric kind of table with the lights and the, the two hosts talking about things and kind of going, you know, over what was just launched. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like a, a newsroom or a sport, uh, a newscaster does. Yeah. Um, but it just seems... It just seems a little odd to me. I don't. I don't know why. Yeah. We we we're we're on, we're barely like an episode and a half in, and all we're doing is just talking shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we could do it better. Like we could do it better. <laughs> we ain't got so no money. I, I understand where they're coming from, but yeah. Um, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't hate couple, it, but I just feel there's like a couple of them that were cringeworthy. Yeah, I just feel like you got so much money behind you, and this is that's the best you got. Right. Yeah. But um, I don't know. They ain't never gonna have me on on their post con waving on the camera. <laughs> yeah, this this guy curses too much. <laughs> well, then they they do that that wide shot of you know all the the super fans you know yeah. uh, in the background, and that's just like I don't know. Yeah. Freaking um, Joe, I always <laughs> look at Joe, uh, um, my homeboy from Illuminati. He had he's he's plugging his show on their show. He has an Illuminati T shirt on. <laughs> Illuminati.com. I was like, look at you. You ain't slick, you gotta, boy. I see ya. You gotta get it in when you can. <laughs> it is. It's an interesting take to where they're doing things. Um, I just hope that, you know, when conventions come back around, they really kind of make up for it. Yeah, yeah. In person, it, they go all out. But, I I mean, right. everyone's trying to figure out this, uh, this, um, uh, what? Strange times we're in. Yeah. Um. Geez. Um. Uh, social distancing. Right. All right. So, um, pudgy pig. Yeah, this is the second one that we've gotten. Yo. So I made the decision to only do Mighty Morphin through Super Seven because it's perfect in every way. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but this pudgy pig figure is. Like I want to wait for Super Seven, but then at the same time I want this one because, right, he's my boy. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean I understand, you know, and I think it's just odd for them to be throwing licenses out to you know Super Seven to do the same thing that they're trying to do. It's just mm. it almost seems like you know a competing market, but uh, the Super Seven stuff to me has a very satin feel to it. Um, the plastic looks very you know satiny and and almost. Um, animated like or, or maybe that's just the, yeah the, i mean the whole the, thing they're going the, for is uh is this looks like the toy you had from the 90s but a little bit better right yeah so it definitely it, it hits a, a certain type of i think collector like you said like it is it does look a little like more finished um i think there's a little bit more attention to detail mm-hmm. but for some reason it, it, it to me it strikes me as a little cartoony i, I don't know if that's the right word to use but it, it, yeah, it, it looks like a, different. It looks like a like an action figure from the nineties, as opposed to the Lightning Collection, which is, it looks like they jumped off the TV screen. 
right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so I can, I, I think I can see both. Um, a part of me really wants to collect, you know, all the, uh, all, all the figures, mm. uh, for whatever reason. Um, like all the, especially all the, the monsters that, you know, you love and remember from the, you know, the Mighty Morphin seasons. Yeah. Um, and I think that the Hasbro's doing a great job on the monsters. Um, I just, I still have room for them. Yeah, yeah, I ain't got no room either. I'm like, damn it. What I, uh, I was yeah. messing around on Twitter and I seen this, uh, the Diaclone, um, Diaclone reboot, uh, Battle Convoy, mm-hmm. um, Battle, Battle Convoy V Max, and he has like a power up mode. Um, and I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah. well, I gotta, I ain't got no room for it, but I want it. Yeah. And it doesn't, you know, uh, and as, you know, an adult, and I feel like you're pretty, I wouldn't say you're a minimalist, but I feel like your attention to detail is, is pretty high. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Your standards are pretty high. Uh, yes. The way that you, you present the things that you have or the things that you're going to get is high. So um, the Lightning Collection kind of throws a little, little like, uh, wrench in the plan for that because there's, there's so many pieces. And uh, it's not consistent. Like, some figures look excellent control, and right? others just look not as good. <laughs> yeah, the, now the Finster figure from uh, yes. Hasbro, I was kind of blown away by. Uh, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I thought that looked really good. Uh, and it almost made me want to pick it up. But again, you know, you, you get one of them, you're going to have to get yeah. Squat and Babu. Like, you know, I mean. And then one of them is going to have a crooked eye. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's a deep rabbit hole. Yeah. And then next we have uh, TJ on his Galaxy Glider. They have the space symbol wrong in there. It's a big old X instead of the Mega Ranger M. I noticed that. <laughs> uh, I think I think these are again proto, hopefully prototype images. Um, mm. I could be wrong on that. Um, I think it's great. I don't think it really looks like him. I mean, none uh, of these look like who they're supposed to look like, really. Yeah, it, it's a little. It's funny, man. Some of them they really get, they really get the look. Yeah. Other ones they don't. Um, yeah. Like Trini and Billy, they did really. He's good. got his board on there. That's really cool. What was that? I was talking over you. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, I think that it's really cool that he has his board in there uh, included. Yeah, the Galaxy Glider. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of makes the packaging look better too. Yeah. Now you got a space ranger. He's the only one with a Galaxy Glider. Now you have all the Space Rangers are available, but. Only one of them has a Galaxy Glider. Yeah, and this speaks to them, you know, as a company, just kind of innovating as they go along. You know, yeah. I think they have a, a rough outline, but I think they're just kind of making it up as they go. Yeah, it's, it's almost like they're trying to sell you the toy twice because they can't really mm-hmm. do a repaint. So they, they already, uh, I think TJ was in a two-pack, wasn't he? I believe so. Yeah, and then um, now he's here with his Galaxy Glider. Now the now you have Andros and Caron in a two pack. Now they're gonna throw out Andros with more accessories, and then his Galaxy Glider. So you gotta buy it again. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they keep doing that. And, and that's I mean that's really why they're in the game, you know, uh, to do you know multi multi colors. That's why we got that cell shade pink. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, they just. They know what they're doing at the end of the day. Yeah. And what else? Um, we have Piranha's head and... Um... Now, real quick on him, I, lo- I love that that monster. Uh, as a kid, I think that was one of the only monster figures I had. Mm-hmm. 
uh, from Bandai. And I remember distinctively being in love with the shape, the sculpt, and the, the paint on that figure. And then this one comes out, and it looks like an Easter egg. <laughs> like it it's looks a little like something's messy. Yeah, very like watercolored. You know, like um, it's like they didn't even use references from any of the, you know, the show to, to paint it. Yeah, I, I I believe eyes are very important, and sometimes they they miss out on them. Like mm -hmm. with King Sphinx, even the Super Seven King Sphinx has red eyes, and King Sphinx doesn't have red eyes. Right. And then um, this piranha's head, he he, uh, he just had these blank, kind of dark red eyes, and they kind of left his fish eyes out. He looks like those those Power Ranger uh, ice cream popsicles that you used to get from <laughs> <laughs> with the gumball eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I saw when I seen it. Uh, we, we're I, we're I barely like, we're barely being positive about anything, but it's about to get positive. I promise. <laughs> Um, that's all, uh, I mean, you have those Megazord things there, whatever. Those, uh, um, what are they called? Megazord figures? I forget the yes, actual uh, brand name. You're talking about the VHS box tape ones. Yeah. And then they, uh, a little gripe here. This is a, a, a legitimate gripe. So they revealed the Donna Fury Red Rangers, um, um, new vehicle for season two. Yes. So on Twitter, they the toy of this was floating around, and this happened in Beast Morphers as well. The toy doesn't look like what's presented in the show, right? Because the toy is almost like I think all red with just the teeth silver. It's it's very like two uh, D. Yeah, so I don't understand why they keep doing like Bandai was real good at it. But what was if there's a toy? They put that toy. They used the toy. <laughs> they used the toy on the show. Yeah, they're sorry, real good sorry. about that. Sorry, go ahead. But um, with with um, with uh, um, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna pause this because my mom's on the phone. She's gonna get loud. All right. Yeah, that's better. Okay, but um, they um, with the um. The Zord remote thing for the um the Lion Zord and Beast Morphers mm -hmm. look nothing like it did in the show. And right. this bike doesn't look like anything. And the toys don't operate like they do in the show. Nothing. Yeah, that's that's the, the biggest thing I've noticed. Um, that's why the new Zords don't really appeal to me. Uh, that Lego system they're trying to implement. I mean, that, uh, that was uh, in... And you soldiers, so that's uh, just a carryover, right? But they, but they've dumbed it down, I think, a little bit for the toys. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, um, but uh, honestly, though, honestly, though, this is the first American Megazord that's better than a Japanese one, right? <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker can pose, right? I think it's great, um, but you got to remember, like, from you know the way they design these, you know, the, the more color you add, the more expensive it is. Mm -hmm. The more moving parts you add, the more expensive, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I just feel like you've got a lot of single-colored plastic pieces, you know, yeah. from them. Um, there's no variation. And you got to remember that when Bandai had the contract for the toys, they would design the toys and then send the toys to the to the um, the TV show and say, this is what it needs to look like. And they would design the actual the physical bikes and the physical, you know, the yeah. vehicles based, based on the, the toys. toys. So that's what was leading it. So that's, I think, why we have 
this disconnect, whereas Hasbro's doing it reverse. They're digitally designing these things in CGI and then telling somebody, okay, like, yeah, yeah you need to make a toy screen, and then dumb no it down. Replicate this in a toy for any sort of a cheap cost. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why we get these chunks of just solid color plastic. And it's kind of sad when you think about it, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, they'll figure it out because I mean, that's the whole point why I like the role playing toys is to play along with the show. Like, if right. if I can't morph along with the, I mean, this is Corey Gibson when he was young, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, if I can't play along with the characters on the show, <clears throat> my my device is doing something completely different from what's happening on TV. It's just like it's it's kind of. Takes you out of the moment. Right. Because, you know, you look at the 93 uh, Morpher and you press the button and it makes a sound. And yeah. then there you go. It's morphing, you know, it's morphing time. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think as, I think as um, fans of, of this franchise, we were really kind of given a lot as kids, you know, with those Morphers, the Blade Blasters, that whole set. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it was given a lot. When you, and then compared, you look at like the Ninja Turtle figures that, that we got a couple years prior that were just kind of and eh, you know and there was really no you know cosplay items or anything like that uh the turtle con really and maybe weapons yeah i mean we really didn't get nothing but power Rangers really delivered and mm-hmm. i think that's what i miss about bandai is that their attention to detail and attention to feel was mm-hmm. really good yeah because like the um i have the lightning dragon dagger it looks mm-hmm. nice but it feels like a toy and then the yeah. legacy dragon dagger feels like a weapon and it's pretty. The, the <laughs> leg, are you talking about the legacy? Yeah. Yeah. The legacy was that whole line, man. I'm still like kind of blown away. Mm-hmm. The last piece I was able to pick up from that line was the um, the Gold Ranger staff, and that was like, I mean, yeah, I had that, that almost seems like a dream. Like we shouldn't even have had that. Yeah, I mean, Saba it's... was impeccable. Um, I'm almost like you know, I I'm sure there were some plans to have like the. The Black Rangers, you know, battle axe. I would have um, lost my damn mind. <laughs> I think that I'm sure that was on the on the docket to you know to make uh, the power sword we got. I definitely was able to pick up a couple of those. You have a couple uh, of those. During that, yeah, during that that target snafu that they had going on. <laughs> hey, hey, man, I need I need to buy one. <laughs> I uh, I didn't know if it was gonna happen, and the order went through, and I was like, this is pretty uh, this is pretty crazy. But I will say that. That compared to Saba, like... Yeah, Saba is real sword, good, too. The power Sword is on the bottom as far as quality level goes. Mm. Compared to Saba, the the, the the dagger, or the, the green, uh, or the... The dragon. The, the thing is about Saba, like, you can't swing it because the sword is made in two pieces. Right. Because if you swing it, it feels like it's just going to snap at the handle. Yeah. Yeah, but... but the, I, uh, I mean, his moving mouth and everything. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. I just don't think that we're going to see anything like that ever from from Hasbro. And if we do, it's going to feel like and look like the, the lightning dagger. It's going to look kind of cool, but it's going to feel like... Yeah, it's going to feel like a toy. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it looks like they're stepping on, your, stepping on your boy's turf with this Lord Zed helmet. <laughs> I did notice that. Uh, you know what? I will say that you know, JC from Henshevault has, uh, has you know, handled it very uh, honorably. Uh, he's posted photos, you know, saying, like, you know, this compared to his, you know, and how it's, you know, 
mm. made symmetrically and all, all this good stuff. And it's based on the new Lord's Ed design um, yeah. and where to get it. But yeah, I mean, JC did it first. Mm. Uh, this is based off the new one? This is based off the, the Zed that they brought back. Um, and he has like a, a slightly slightly different shape of a... Yeah, it looks the it, same, it's but it's... Yeah. yeah, it's just slightly different, just a little bit. Um, and the fact that they d- did that, I mean, that is nowhere... I mean, JC um, does make some, you know, interesting and obscure, I think, uh, pieces, mm-hmm. you know, that, that nobody would really kind of consider. And I kind of admire him for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he... He actually finished those Lord Zed helmets in my apartment, like, hours before PMC. <laughs> um, yeah, he was, uh, you know, painting them, and yeah, it was, so I had, like, four or five Lord Zed bus in my house, and I um, was kind of blown away just at the, I guess, the originality of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden, to go and see the, like, this, which is great, but you can't tell me, like, somebody from Hasbro wasn't inspired by because there's no other reason to make something like that. That this doesn't make sense. Yeah, like out of I mean, I'm still surprised we don't have a Green Ranger helmet by now. Mm-hmm. Hasbro Hasbro was Hasbro stayed on green and white. <laughs> Not Hasbro, I mean Bandai. They were yep. always red, green and white were the first ones out every time. Yep. So So I think yeah, it, it's interesting the way that they did that. And if you look at the guy uh I forget his name, but the guy who actually presents it in the Hasbro PulseCon, mm-hmm. uh, he's a he's a pretty big guy, and he slips that helmet on without opening it. Yeah, so this and is like a, a wide helmet. That's massive. Yeah. Um, I do like it. I think it's cool. Um, and I'm a fan of the the Lightning Collect- Lightning Collection Red Ranger helmet that you have. Yeah, I've been debating not picking one up. I have the Bandai one. Um, it's way better than a Bandai. I didn't want the Bandai I, one because it was such I a balloon. <laughs> but mm. this one is very accurate. It feels like, like, like it was pulled from the show. It does look cool. The only thing that bugs me is that little notch in the back of the head um, from the from the mold. The notch. Yeah, there's like a little dot in the back center. Oh of the yeah, head. yeah, 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 yeah. That bothers me a little bit. Um, <laughs> Again, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. All right, here we go. Um, the uh, main topic here. What I'm very excited for, the Zordis Ascension Project. So this got me freaking hype. I'm like, when are we going to get some adult collector Zords? Because that's my whole thing. I love collecting super robots. Mainly just Transformers and Power Rangers. I dabble very little bit in anything else on the side, like a Gundam or whatever random Japanese robot. But this, he name-dropped the Astro Megazord. So I'm like, if that's the second one, I'm going to cry because that's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not even playing. I, I've, been, I've been like uh, debating like if I wanted to get a... a, a uh, a retro Astro Megazord or Galaxy Mega. And and I look at it, I'm just like, oh, I don't want this brick. I'm just going to leave it in the ship mode. But, I mean, if we get something on this level, Astro Megazord, I, I'll lose my mind. I think it's exciting. Um, and I think I'd be more excited if I had never seen 
like the solo Chigokin. Yes, you know, I have that. Uh, Megazords. I think, I think it's great. Uh, but just in comparison, it's like, I think I'm gonna pass. Uh, you know, I have a solo Chigokin um, Megazord and the Dragonzord. Um, I'm looking for a Titanus, but uh, at the end I of the day, one. I mean, just feel and quality. Um, I don't think it compares. I'm looking at the photos and I understand some of them are digital renders. Mm -hmm. um, but the drag, the, the Tyrannosaurus has legs for days. I mean, that's because they're making him stand upright. He's supposed to crouch when he's standing and put the weight on his, on his tail. But even when he's in Megazord mode, you know, that thigh area, that upper thigh area. Yeah, it's a little way, long. Way more substantial than, than the other ones. Yeah, just speaking of proportions, because I'm looking at my Soda Chogokin. I mean, they're roughly mm -hmm. the same size. I think it's, uh, the Zord Ascension is maybe a half inch taller than a Soda Chogokin. Okay. But, um, and it's all in the thighs. Yeah, but the the <laughs> Japanese one is is this has a super robot proportions. It's kind of wide and he's kind of squat. And this one's you know uh, a little bit lankier. But right, right, one right. thing well, I can well, tell yeah. you, I know these collect connections are going to be solid. Right. Just from no, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be really cool. I just um, like I said, you know, if I hadn't seen them, I'd be fine. Same thing with um, just a quick side note is. Those eight, those one six um, Mighty Morphin Power Ranger figures from Ace Toys, those came oh. out like a, a year or two ago. Those were amazing. I was like, oh, those are so great. And then the three zero ones came out, and I was like, Ace Toys, who? You know, I mean, so <laughs> when you when you're exposed to something and that's all you got, you know, you're kind of happy with it. And then yeah. all of a sudden you're like, well, what's that? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the detail this this is different enough to make me want to have have it. Like, it's more of an updated modern version. The only thing that bothers me, the only thing... Oh, wait, there are two things. That he's just got lanky legs. And then uh -huh. that no one ever does a shield accessory. They always just use the Zord head from the Mammoth as a shield. As opposed to right. making a separate accessory that's a little bit lo longer and flat like it is on the show. Right. Yeah, I'm just like, give, give us a proper Mammoth shield. That's not just the that. head of the zone. And, and real quick note on the, the, the chest, the pterodactyl, I mean, this honeycomb futuristic Solar panel. You know, uh, <laughs> print that they're doing, that's, that's taking some stylistic uh, liberties. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with it. I don't hate it. I just, you can't do all this gribbly design stuff on certain Zords because they're more, um, <clears throat> like the Thunder Megazord is more regal. So you can't go and have all those gribbly bits on a Thunder Megazord because then it'll look too technical. You get what I mean? Right. Yeah. So I just hope they um, decide wisely on how much detail they put in future uh, Zords. Right. But, I mean, I'm down. I'm down with it. Well, I don't know I'm excited. It. I'm excited about it, really. Right. When he introduced, you know, uh, when he had the Zord model and he said, um, oh, we have other hands and stuff that go with it. Yes. Remember when he showed the hand and it was like a, this very widely animate, like almost anime open hand. Yeah. And that reminds me of the um, the Megazord that came out. I think it debuted in, in Hong Kong. The um, Which one was it? The uh, It was one and it's by a different company, but the, it's it feels very animated. And the hands were very much like that, that, that really like 
fingers back open cartoon style. Mm-hmm. So I think this is really, you know, they talk of, they ref, they talk about the source material and how they went back to Sentai books. I mean, if you did, nobody paid attention. Like, you know, some of these things aren't, aren't as they should be. Yeah, they would have um, noticed that he wore a leather glove half the time. <laughs> saying that you know that this is the, the truest of the true it's the truest they kept referring to the scale which is you know i'm sure it's which is gundam thing. scale gundam yeah, model scale it's a big thing um and then when he introduced the little uh the little like 144th scale like little like uh mini rangers like a, a toy yeah mm-hmm. um he even said oh you know it's close to 144 scale but due to your know, manufacturing you know issues it's like why would you bring that up? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's still. I I the scale the the scale that I'm worried about is between the other Zords. Mm-hmm. That's the scale that I'm thinking about. I don't care if this that stands the same size next to a Gundam, or a right. Transformer, or any other super robot. I don't care. It's still it's still a big ass toy robot, regardless. Right. So that so I'm not worried about like if how small a ranger is compared to the, oh this is how big a megazord is to a real human like I don't care right. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. I just feel like all these extras it doesn't matter it's like focus on that the physical thing that you're making and then we don't worry we don't care about the extra stuff you know that these little uh, you know checkerboard pieces like full you know colored plastic you know toys you know we want physical like real you know, I guess we just want Bandai back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, there there are things Hasbro is doing better, and then there are things that Bandai did better. Like for the main line, for example, I think Bandai always did the main line better. The like Don and Fury, the, those toys are almost non-existent. I see them almost never, and they're I can count the number of Don and Fury toys that are that are out. Like on one hand, there there aren't too many in the line, right? Like Bandai was just making all kind of unnecessary stuff in the main line. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree, I agree. Um, but even when they made the unnecessary stuff, it still looked polished. Yeah, it was uh, still I, cool. Yeah, I, I even ordered. Um, I don't know if if you did, but I pre ordered the, uh, the the Ninjetti figures, which I was kind of surprised to see. In this PulseCon, that there was no announcement for the yellow and the red Ninjetti figures, uh, but I'm sure they'll come. You know, in the coming uh, weeks. I gotta in, in, interrupt you. Uh, Sorry, I got a helicopter. <laughs> uh, I kind of have an issue when people call them Ninjetti because Ninjetti was like a one-off thing in a movie, and they were called Ninja Rangers more time they were called Ninjetti Rangers. Just to let you know. <sighs> this is where we have to draw the line in the sand. There. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ninja Ranger yeah. Power Now. How many times they said that in season three? That was the morph call in season three. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, although, although one can argue that that the Ninjetti suits never looked better than they did when they were in the movie. No, you know I what? Was, I like I liked how they looked at a TV they, show when a, you didn't see their face. Meeting if I seen one. Well, when you didn't see their face and they and they just look like legit ass ninjas, those were the best. No, it didn't. 
Oh, regardless, I'm, I'm, glad <laughs> us, I'm glad that they gave us all the all the versions. Uh-huh. Uh, head replacements. There's like three different ones. Um, yeah, especially my favorite one. They've ever did. Mm-hmm. Um, I did pre-order them begrudgingly. Um, I <laughs> said that I would never buy a Lightning Collection figure unless it was Ninjetti or mm-hmm. the Movie Rangers, mm-hmm. and so they. Yeah, I put my foot in my mouth, so I did pre-order them. You got got. Um, I got got, yes. But what I'm upset about is the way that they are sculpting these these things. They're giving, they're outsourcing them to these, you know, civilian artists who aren't directly correlated with Hasbro. They're not in-house people. Mm-hmm. They're you know outsourced to very talented people. But what they're doing is they're using reference photos, and some of the reference photos that they're using aren't accurate. And they don't really tell the whole story of the suit or the shape or whatever. That's why a lot of these head sculpts are so weird because they're basing them off of one 2D photo. Yeah. You know, they're not pulling these actors in, you know, who are, you know, 40, 50 years old now and, and scanning their heads. They're just not doing that. They're just sculpting off of an old photo. And sometimes these photos are angled bad. They're not, you know, they don't show lighting. Know, sometimes they're a little chinny. Sometimes they're a little, you know, grinny. Um, that's what you end up getting forever in plastic, you know. Mm. Um, the thing with the Ninjetti figures is, on the on the, the only one they got it right on was Kimberly, the female one, mm-hmm. because if you look at her leg, and in all of in all of the ninja suits, they have three diamonds on their like on their shin, mm-hmm. and for the boys, they only sculpted two. Now I was like, this is very weird. Why is it missing the top diamond on the leg? But if you Google Ninjetti or Ninja Rangers on, you know, uh, Google, which is what these designers did or is what they were giving, uh, given to, to sculpt, a lot of these photos, they're angled and you don't see that top diamond on the leg. Mm. So now, due to that and somebody not paying attention or, you know, just doing their job, doing a job, um, now we're left with these sculpts that are, are wrong. And, and that just kind of bugs me. And, and it all goes back to quality control. Yeah, that's almost, that's how we got a Green Ranger with no center diamond. That's insane. Insane to me. Yeah, if you look at the, if you go to the, the first episode when he when he's fighting with the Power Rangers, he takes his shield off. He takes it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I didn't, I wasn't down with that excuse they give. Well, sometimes we've seen photos and he didn't have a diamond. I was like, no, that's bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it almost, it's like given, you know, it's like these people are writing, these designers are, are writing, you know, book reports on a book they didn't even read. Oh, that was me in school. Yeah, it was everybody, <laughs> and that's fine, and, and I totally get that, but don't, don't have a whole convention or a PulseCon based on this stuff, and say that this is an amazing franchise that we purchased, and it has so much, so rich in history, and not look at it. Mm-hmm. I get you know, and then, and then we get these things, you know, um, you know, these repaints and these, you know, uh, you know, Dino Thunder white, you know, you gotta, you gotta melon for a new head because we messed it up. It, it's just, ha- Bandai never did that. I think Bandai had one like piece that you could have gotten, uh, and it didn't affect the look of the figure. It was, I think, uh, the Ninja Megazord or I forget which one it was, the, um, it was like a piece, like a clip that you could have bought to help it stand up better. But oh yeah, 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 for the legacy, legacy the Megazord. Light. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the weight of the Dragonzord was too heavy, so you have to buy these pins to put into the legs or something like that. Yeah, these clips, but it didn't. It didn't affect what it looked like. It was just no. like a stability thing. Um, yeah. 
Whereas these guys are literally delivering things with like, you know, wrong shaped visors, wrong colored helmets, wrong painted this, you know, and it's just, it just bugs me. And, and that's why I don't think I've, you know, really, I guess, uh, you know, supported it as much as others because Bandai never did this. Bandai never, you know, had, no, if anything, the, the... And, you know, all these, you know, terrible hosts to introduce, you know, their stuff. <laughs> Bandai just delivered amazing stuff. The light, the 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 legacy collection was was crazy. It was I just, mean, I outside mean, of them being um, like muscle heads, but they had too much muscles on some of the Ranger. Right, figures. right, right. Well, they, I mean, they definitely went with a different line. Um, I guess, I guess, if we're talking in relation to figures, okay, cool. But mm-hmm. I'm just talking in the, the the stuff that I'm gonna buy as an adult collector. You know, like yeah, yeah. the sabas, the power swords, the you know, the battle axes, the. Mm-hmm the helmets and stuff. I, I do think that they've done a little bit better with the helmets and things like that. But, um, you know, by the time Bandai was doing helmets, they, I think they kind of seen the writing on the wall and said, you know, we're going to get out of this soon. So we don't really have to focus on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, and the whole, um, the Megazord stuff. And, uh, I don't know if you want to touch on the, the black and gold version. Yes. Now this here is what I was on Twitter, just reading some of these responses and I'm just like, bro, you guys don't even understand what they're mad that the uh, NFT is basically a digital file that you buy and you're you're the sole owner of that digital file the original owner so basically you're paying way too much money for a jpeg image in in a sense in right. a sense but you it's redeemable for actual uh, Zord Ascension, Black and Gold, Megazord. So you're paying Correct. for the Megazord. So what is the problem? It's I like think, you're pre-ordering think... the Megazord. No, you know, you, it's like you're pre-ordering the Megazord. And I don't, I don't see why people are getting butthurt about this. And they say, oh, look, right-click, save ass. I'm like, you're not funny. <laughs> if you want the Black and Gold, Megazord, purchase the NFT. So now you have two things. And the thing is, once you get the black and gold Megazord, you can sell the NFT because these things are only available till October 31st. Right. So after October 31st, maybe only 100 people have this NFT. Only right. 100 people are going to actually have this black and gold Megazord. You could turn around, sell it to someone who has way too much money and has a passing interest in Power Rangers, and you can make four or $500 off the, the NFT. Right. They're and, not and they're not even thinking about this. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I think this is a safe way for um Hasbro to dip their toes in NFTs. Um mm-hmm. like everybody else, I think it's just it's kind of a craze, you know, like uh parachute pants or um <laughs> you know, uh or uh you know, uh beanie babies. Yeah. I think it is a safe way for them as a company to to dabble in it, see if it works for them. Um I think most educated people don't have a real grasp on NFTs, let alone man babies that are buying action figures. Yo, yo, look, uh, I'm, let me here. Let me stop you real quick because <laughs> the 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 guy um who is who is who are they doing the NFTs with um um with wax? They're called wax. Right. Um, hold on, I'm bringing up this Twitter this conversation. Uh, where is it? I got 
Wax I, items, I, I, yes. I think it, I think it's a I think it's a great way for them to dabble in it. Um, mm-hmm. so, I don't. Go ahead. Um. So what what it is here is there's a conversation. There's a back and forth. And one guy was complaining about, um, oh, NFTs ruin the environment and blah, blah, blah. And then um, the NFT company that Handbook has real partnered with said they're using renewable resources that all NFT generated um, companies don't ruin the environment. He didn't say anything after that. And then another guy was just like, oh, who who needs a bunch of worthless, um, uh, worthless JPEGs? And he and and then he related it related it back to like oh you know like you know talk about worthless what about action figures you know so it's like all these guys are just out here talking shit and not realizing how hypocritical they sound because right, like right. you know NFTs ruin the environment so do creating producing action figures and everything else humans do on this planet yeah. Making so, clothes is like the number one like environmentally damaging thing in the world. Yeah, so I don't I don't understand the beef. It's like these people don't understand what it they understand the basic concept of an NFT, which is basically an overpriced digital file. Yes, mm-hmm. it is at its core, but it's more than that if you actually understand what what in it, NFTs and what crypto is and all all that business. Because, right, you know, right. I, I read, well, a, I, I have some digital currency, you know, I have a little bit of something. <laughs> right. Well, and I think this is great that, you know, you and I are having this conversation because I think you're somebody who is a little bit more knowledgeable of, you know, that digital world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm somebody who's kind of like, I'm aware of it and I can, you know, understand it, but I'm also like, I'm kind of not sold on it just yet. Mm-hmm. And I think the battle that you're going to have with, middle America or, you know, the average Joe Mm -hmm. is that you're going to have somebody who doesn't understand paying for something that's not tangible. Yeah. And and that's a big thing. And and that's going to, that's going to take years and years and decades for somebody to to figure out, um, you know, and it's going to have that same uphill battle that cryptocurrencies have, you know, Uh, is is it worth it? Why does it make sense? It's too complicated, you know, then you're going to have guys that are really deep into it. And who are gonna who are gonna jump on it? You know, gonna be you know like first you know like uh, first row and say you know I'm gonna adopt this really quickly and I'm gonna get into it and you know and, and they may be miles they may be successful, um, but I think it's gonna be a hard sell to the middle America people, which are Power Ranger fans, you know, who don't have a lot of money, who don't consider things that aren't you know in their face in two days from Amazon, you know, I know not, but they don't it, care. It, it still it says. It says at on every everything that is related to this NFT project that is redeemable uh-huh. for actual Zord attention, black and gold Dino Megazord. You're going right. to get the Megazord. Right. No, I agree. <laughs> so everyone is still, oh, I'm paying $200 for this JPEG. Everyone is saying that, and it doesn't make any sense at all. Right. Well, that's because you're, you're talking to somebody who... who they don't have the, the brain power, man. You're talking to the average Joe and they don't care that, you know, NFTs don't make sense to them. But I think this is a great way for Hasbro to dip their toes into NFTs and say, Hey, you want to pre-order the figure? Great. You're going to get the NFT as well. Mm-hmm. Do it, do it with it what you want. But I think they should have been a little bit more specific because even as a viewer and somebody who's, you know, I think mildly educated when I was looking at it and watching it, I was like this. Okay. Wait, I had to, I had to, put together in my mind, okay, you buy this, 
but you're you're getting the Zord as well. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people just, you know, I have the same issues when, when I launch products, uh, you know, or JC launches something that you have to literally spell it out for people mm-hmm. because you can put all the information in the post, but they're still going to be like, where do I get this? How do I buy this? You know, mm-hmm. what color does it come in? And there's a picture of it right there. So, <laughs> you know, I don't think we're the... I don't think we're the best fan base to advertise an NFT to, you know, most of these, most of these people don't know what, you know, what certain things are in general. So to advertise that to them, it's a little, you know, that's confusing and Hasbro should have realized that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I give Hasbro's trying, but at the same time, they need to try a little bit harder at times. I'm still yeah, I just, I, butthurt about sorry. Power Ranger Day, but you know, I'll be all right. Yeah, I think that their focuses, their focuses that they've been, their focuses have been in very odd places. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why their focuses are on certain things and not quality control or pain control or accuracy mm-hmm. or you know, um, you know. And I get it. You know, they're all doing a good job, but you know, you mix it once you start mixing it all together, and it's, it just comes off as Oh, very amateur and and i don't know i don't want to say it sound like a bad thing because they're not you know they have a lot of money yeah but you know, a lot of the, these hiccups add up mm-hmm. you know and and somebody you know who doesn't care fine you know their, their mom or dad's gonna buy the toy whatever mm-hmm. but they're not advertising to those people they're advertising to us yeah and that's that's where i think the the disconnect is is that the tv show is for kids but they're advertising the toys to us that yeah. doesn't make sense. And and they're messing it up, you know, pretty bad. Uh, so I'm excited to see what, what else they come up with. Uh, I think the most impressive thing that I'm I'm seeing now is, I know yours is the NFT and the Megazord. Um, and uh, they call it the Century Megazord or the, the Sentient uh, Project? Uh, Zord Ascension Project. Zord Ascension Project. Um, for me, I think it's the, the Lord Zed helmet, which kind of shows me that they could really think out of the box when they want to. Mm-hmm. But they need a little help from us. Yeah, they need you know? they need someone from the fandom just to kind of gear them. Yeah. Like, hey, this is what people want. This is what, this is how this looks like. Because apparently some of them are fans. But, I mean, I, I can walk into Walmart and someone be like, oh, nice Power Rangers show. I like that show growing up. You know, I mean, uh, you know, Tommy was my favorite character. You know, th- yeah. those type of people. Like... Yeah, I, I, think I, I, I think that's everybody at Hasbro. I yeah, agree. I mean, I, uh, and, I watch this, I watch this stuff, and I deal with it on a daily basis. This right. is, I don't want to say Power Rangers is the only thing I watch because it's not, but I watch it more than, I, you know, than I should. <laughs> well, I, hate, I hate to say this, and I think, I think a, a line needs to be drawn in the fandom. I, you know, I think, you know. Uh, even from the early days of Ranger Board, and there was another one called Ranger Props. Um, mm. You know, this is, you know, we're talking about like late 90s, early 2000s. There mm. was always a core group of people who led the conversation, who led the uh, innovation. Mm. You know, JC was one of them. Uh, you know, there was a, a handful of other people. And I think, you know, I mean, if, if we want to get technical about things, I mean, those are the real professionals. Mm-hmm. And and it sounds it, it sounds dumb to say that there can be a professional Power Ranger person or, or you know, professional <laughs> but, but I mean, there dude, there's a whole there's millions and whole generations of fans, like you said. Oh, I like your shirt. Oh, I love Power Rangers. Oh, it's so cool. Mm. Um, but at the end of the day, man, it's like you know people like you, 
myself, JC, you know, there's a, there's a whole, uh, a couple handfuls of people that are truly, you know, uh, you know, uh, serious, um, yeah, professionals. I mean, they, they just, they know everything, the ins and outs of it. Mm-hmm. And then those are the people they should be hiring. I mean, if JC had... Uh, I mean, if not even hiring us, just as a consultant. Yeah. I mean, I, I just mean, like, taking advantage of that, you know, and, and not giving, you know, people, you know, who who are, you know, master collectors, you know, a little square space on your 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 Zoom wall, you mm. know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that just seems, I mean, and that's cool. I get it. But I think they look at us like we're children, you know? Um, but, I mean... I don't know, man. I, I think I think that they need to start looking deeper into the fandom and finding these people who are really innovative. Because I mean, they're already stealing ideas from JC. I mean, <laughs> I mean, blatantly. I mean, if you look at the bottom of excuse me, if you look at the bottom of the lightning um, dragon dagger, mm-hmm. there is a dragon coin symbol on there that JC conceptualized and made. Well, you know what? They were probably looking for references and his stuff came up and it's like, oh, this is how it looks like. And then they put it on there. That's probably how it happened. Well, and that's what I'm saying. You're giving you're you're giving these people deadlines and they're just Googling things and coming up with things that, you know. I'm uh, surprised they don't have any in-house references like from Toy or anything like that. They're just Googling everything. Cause they, well, they, they, they out they out they out say it on on streams sometimes. Oh, we looked up pictures on the internet and found this. Yeah, I think what they need is some. They need like a an in house historian or an in house archive that to pull from because you know when I went toward I did a tour of Bandai mm. um, with uh, Henshin Vault um, and Ken Lamb a couple years ago when Bandai sold Power Rangers and. They had a closet, literally like a, a walk-in closet. It may have been an office or a room, mm-hmm. had no windows. It was a walk-in closet, and it was literally scattered. I'm talking about like things were thrown on the floor, helmets, armor pieces, suits, weapons. They, it was just there. Mm-hmm. Like nobody knew what they were pulling from. Now, when you went to their room of products, everything was nicely categorized. They had one of everything that they've ever made. Um, but the source material was the source material was just thrown around in a room. Mm-hmm. It was it was strung, you know, uh, you know, these 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 quote unquote fans would would pull pieces and and put them up in their office, you know, and you can even see that in the Hasbro PulseCon. So nothing's changed. Mm-hmm. Those guys are still they still have pieces of from the show and stuff. That should all be in an, an, an archive, like the like the Lucas archive. Yeah, you know, I mean this is insane that, that we keep getting all these hiccups and I would propose that Hasbro start something like that, but they won't because they look at it as a toy line. They don't look at it as, you know, a legacy. Yeah. I think that's, if you even look at the Star Wars products versus the Power Ranger ones, it's, you know, the Star Wars stuff seems more accurate regardless on what level it's on. And if you, if you hear them and I can't quote this, but you know, I've heard other, um, you know, uh, you know, EFX and Anovos back when they were doing stuff and blah, blah, blah. All these other companies that, that do licensings with with um, Lucas Films, they would say, you know, Lucas Archives, we got to visit the archives and we got to actually mold the item, you know, mold this piece, mold this blaster, mold this helmet, mm-hmm. you know, mold this armor. You know, Power Rangers, they're like, so we looked on Google. 
<laughs> I mean, like, what a what a huge disconnect, and it's just it's just sad that they're doing this to the fans. And you know, until they kind of get their stuff together, I don't, I can't, I can't recommend supporting them, you know, in any capacity other than oh, you like that, pick it up for you know twenty bucks, but don't buy ten of them. Yeah, it's very upsetting, and you know, and I don't know, I, I just I have such a passion for this franchise that to see them, you know, divvying out these projects to, you know, um, graphic shirt wearing fan people um and and telling them you know we need this and this by this line or by this date you know make it happen and then they're they're just screwing up mm-hmm. you know i mean i don't know it's very frustrating and, and and i think it's more frustrating because i know some of the the heavy hitters in the fandom you know what i'm saying yeah. like i know some of the the creative people and you know the people who who have grown with it and are now adults and have you know and incredible um trend forecasting you know uh traits and and they can really kind of keep things you know moving forward mm-hmm. versus staying stagnant and that's what we're doing yeah yeah just, tangent. <laughs> no no man it's good i mean pyringe has been stagnant for 30 years so i mean i i i feel nothing <laughs> And we do, and we get categorized as, you know, you know, children, man babies, you know, like, oh, why do we care? Why do we, you know, I mean, even some of the actors have been, you know, you know, quote unquote, you know, fighting back or attacking, you know, some of these extreme, you know, fanboys, you yeah. know, who uh, on Twitter and stuff saying, you know, why are you watching a show, blah, 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 you know, and, and I get it, but I'm going to stick with it. Um, and I'm going to, I think, forever try to keep uh, making Power Rangers more, you know, mainstream more fashionable more uh mature yeah more mature because um i think really it's it's a really it's a really narrow line but when you find it it pays off man i mean you know you know i rock one of my jackets uh you know people like oh my god you know and they're just blown away they can't even fathom you know like whoa you can you can actually wear this and not look like a crazy person Mm -hmm. (laughs) or you know you can you know or jc with his um you know, his metal props, you know, oh, you can put that badge on a jacket and it looks amazing, you know, so certain things like that. Um, Besides but, you know, wearing, wearing your, imitate. like wearing your uh, amorphous to work or something weird like that. Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> I think that's more, uh, that's more on the one side of things. Um, you know, I've known people that, you know, carry, uh, you know, coins in their pocket for good luck. I've known people that, you know. Hey, um, I do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I know people that, um, you know, carry the, the 95 more for, you know, in their pocket or whatever. I, things like that, I think are cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can appreciate it. And I think that's the start of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think, you know, there's, there's other ways to go about it. And I don't think no one's ever really, or Hasbro or Bandai hasn't really touched into it just yet, making it more of a lifestyle versus, you know, just toys and, yeah. and and Star Wars has really done that. Yeah, no, I mean it's. It, I mean we're gonna be on, talking about this forever. We should start wrapping it up because we don't record right. the whole episode. <laughs> I didn't think it'll be this long, but um, but yeah, we'll uh jump back on this topic in a in a um a proper episode of the Dynacast. And um, currently I'm trying to get episode zero out. My old ass computer is just being very slow so it's taking me a little bit longer than it should so um i'm working on that right now and um that has been 
the Dynacast on Has Hasbro PostCon twenty twenty one. So, uh, where can the people find you, Mister Richard Rose? Yep, I am on Instagram at SuperKidFresh, uh, as well as Sentai Jackets, uh, SentaiJackets.com, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And I am Corey Gibson. You can find me on Twitter, C Gibson Rex. You can drop a tip. My tips are on. Send me some money so I can uh, update my computer and get that new uh, M1 Mac 16 yes. inch. You know that thing's gonna be that's gonna last me a good while. So. Uh, your boy needs a little bit of help right now. So uh, that's been Rich. This is Corey. And we'll see ya when we see ya. May the power protect you. <laughs>